Welcome to TakramCast. In this episode of TakramCast, we will cover our story from visiting AI More Than Human, an exhibition that's currently held in Barbican Centre in London. Joining me, Ken, from Takram London is Ushi. Hello. And? James. To begin with, could you, James, introduce yourself a little bit? Sure. Um, I'm a designer developer. Uh, I also do some art direction as well. I work at a small digital studio called Yes. Uh, we work mainly kind of for the creative industries, um, yeah, creating a kind of broad range of projects. Nice. Right. James, James recently visited our Tokyo studio. So, kind of like our friend. <laughs> so, studio I mean, friend. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, we've been friends for Maybe five, five years. years? Yeah. 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 Quite a long time. Yeah. Um, would you like to explain a little bit about what the exhibition was about? Sure. How you um, about it? So, we kind of we knew that this exhibition was going on at Barbican, and um, a lot of people who we follow on Twitter were exhibiting their pieces in the work, um, in this exhibition, more in the sort of AI art creation, like a digital art, media art, whatever you may call it, in that kind of area. So we kind of immediately, yeah, let's go together. Mm. And uh, yeah, here we are. What's you two's first thoughts on the exhibition? What did you like about it? What did you I mean, it had that kind of in a way, refreshing start, beginning of the exhibition, where they introduced idea of like Shintoism, where kind of intelligence is not only humans, but also, you know, something else can have intelligence mm -hmm. or, or some sort of an understandable quality. Mm -hmm. And uh, the golem reference was quite interesting. Mm -hmm. We thought that it was, I thought that it was kind of, yeah, interesting start, beginning as a kind of AI exhibition, mm -hmm. which tends to, be, tends to be more kind of technical, technique focus or technology focus in general. Mm -hmm. what, do you, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think I had quite high expectations of yeah. the exhibition. I was really uh, looking forward to this. And um, yeah, it was kind of, I was really interested to see like if they could put together an exhibition that kind of connected a lot of kind of, obviously kind of current ideas and kind of put it together in a way that's kind of had quite a sort of broad appeal. Mm. And it certainly was definitely interesting that they made that initial kind of focus on kind of, I guess, kind of, yeah, this broader idea of what kind of life and humanity and you know, how it exists in kind of, yeah, mm. uh, the contemporary culture mm. um, outside of just going, jumping straight into like, this is kind of the technology. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So I think in a way, the beginning was quite interesting and um, I was sort of expecting or wondering how these kind of broad ideas of yeah, Shintoism or Golem or whatever it was, and I'm kind of narrowing it down to kind of the current development of this AI and deep learning and all those technologies. Mm. And sort of in the middle, towards the end, it was kind of that conceptual thread was a little bit lost and mm. it was kind of becoming, yeah, a kind of bunch of new technologies and uh, quickly becoming a kind of uh, new media RT type of exhibition rather mm -hmm. than kind of um, AI exhibition with a strong focus. So that was a little bit kind of disappointing uh, bit from the experience. Mm. But nonetheless, I mean, it was, there was a lot of interesting work going on. Mm. Maybe it, was, it could have been a little bit kind of better labeled mm. or like sectioned, like section of the exhibition could be, I don't know, 
a little slightly better. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think I was really looking for an exhibition that kind of tried to connect yeah, humanity to technology. Mm. And I think at the start, I really felt like that thread was there. And I guess, I don't know, I think there was a few kind of touch points that I was really looking for, like yeah. stuff about ethics or, you know, kind of this yeah. idea of like, does AI have this kind of, I don't know, humanity or gestural kind of quality mm -hmm. that kind of is inherent in the art, yeah. you know, the way that people, artists are actually using it. And I don't know, I guess, because I didn't see that, I kind of wanted to see that. Mm. I think in the middle, there was one project where um, people of color are recognized by AI systems in a different way than white people recognize. There's just one project about that kind of kind of biases include inherit inherently included in AI systems. And I was kind of expecting more of that to be exhibited towards the end of it. Um, I think that could be, yeah. Especially given that it's kind of, um, it's an exhibition held in London that aspect of this new technology could have been explored more, mm. I think. What do you think? Conceptually. I think, again, um, it wasn't conceptually thorough. I agree with that. At the same time, after the two ethical and religious kind of background stories, I think they did cover quite a bit of history where it was you know, thorough in mm. a way that really introducing how AI came about kind of introducing where the technology came. Mm. It wasn't something that happened just like in the past 10 years, but actually the concept of it, That's true. networks, it was happening 30, 40 years. And it was, I think they really made some efforts to explain those basic com you know, concepts. And also some of the technologies were really well curated in explaining. Mm -hmm. Obviously towards the end, um, those concepts get even more conceptual in a more of arty way and also con technically more difficult to understand so then it started kind of fading as well mm. but until the point of where it was trying to explain about AlphaGo and how it really meant for humans I thought mm -hmm. the exhibition was quite well yeah. held on together that's true up until then I think it was very kind of good thorough retrospective of the history of computation mm. in general I think that was really good aspect. yeah I mean I think for an audience maybe not so engaged with AI or, you know, for a younger audience, it mm. definitely gave a really good broad, mm. like, uh, yeah. viewpoint of kind of where things are and where things have been and obviously like the history elements yeah. are kind of, you know, really useful. Yeah. Talking about younger audience, there's one, one exhibit that's kind of outside of the kind of paid area of the exhibition that's done by Universal Everything and um, that exhibition, that piece is like, it's ex executed at a very, very high quality and it's a kind of maybe classic media piece where audience would stand in front of a digital display, the system would recognize their postures and the pose and the kind of gestures that you're giving and then a kind of digital version of yourself will be displayed in the system and that's very kind of almost like cliche um, classic media piece, but it's just done in a very, very high quality. It's been a kind of long It feels like while. the kind of evolved form of that cult yeah. idea, really. Yeah. And I think he's also, really... Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. And also, it reminded me of the Isemiyake's APOC yes. graphic, the motion graphics. That was kind of... That was 20, 10, yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah, it was really good. But that, you know, simple representation of different materials generated by AI and then constantly changing 
having different textures, mm-hmm. a little bit unrealistic, but at the same time quite attractive for younger yep. audiences and you know, grown up audiences in general. That was really interesting. Mm-hmm. And it, it was just done very well. And I think he just, I mean, with a lot of his work, he just really captures so much life in the actual mm. digital piece, which I think sometimes that's kind of been missing. Maybe yes. like other, other people who have tried that kind of approach. Mm. I quite did like, so in the entrance, there's this part that the guests can interactively see this. Mm-hmm. Inside, there's a performer, there's a video of a performer actually performing kind of alongside these, you know, yeah, yeah. graphics of materials moving around with them lights moving along with him that mm. was quite interesting because it kind of represents what you know the experience of doing that with the guests at the entrance but at the same time seeing how professionally these might interact with humans and kind of make them more inspired mm. i thought that was kind of interesting i was expecting you know as you said the human touch kind of how is the AI going to interact with humans? That kind of aspect was really well executed in those two pieces. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was you know, more to be expected. And maybe that kind of route would have been more interesting to have seen inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Go, I mean, going, so going forward, um, what would you kind of like to do well especially in your day-to-day work especially because we're both kind of living in this tech related sector what are the kind of ai human relationships that you would like to discover more into your work is there anything that you kind of would like to step into Hmm. not just inspired by the exhibition today yeah that you like to see more of or would like Hmm. to do more i think what i'd be interested in is the kind of so I think the big portion of you know these kind of deep learning or AI systems, machine learning is kind of classifying mm-hmm. is one thing, but more and more kind of just creating new imageries and uh, kind of backpropagating those qualities into the original one to create new imageries. Some of those, some of the pieces um, exhibited in this exhibition were exploring that route too, but one that I got really, really inspired recently is I think done by Julian Oliver and Tiger Brain and they were exploring this creating new satellite imageries using AI bulk of GPUs and then the training was done using I think weather forecasting and kind of climate change information was fed into it to create possible satellite imageries in 2040 or something after ah. some sort of climate change scenario is going on this is a kind of possi- possible earth surface imagery. Right. it's quite kind of striking and also it makes it not only kind of makes you wonder this is human created machine created it makes you sort of act in a way think and act more importantly that kind of work um, even though obviously it's machine created but it's, it's not only kind of interesting to look at, but also you can sort of imagine, you can, you can easily put yourself in, it, in the image. That kind of quality is kind of, is becoming, yeah, we, can, we are now becoming able to create that kind of quality using machine-created imageries. That's kind of interesting area that I'd like to tackle. Hmm. I 
think the kind of work that I'm kind of interested in, and I think um, off the, like digital art has always kind of lacked a little bit of this, is where the work is kind of, I guess it's sort of saying something about how technology views us. I mm. think that's what a lot of the really interesting artists who are using AI have kind of managed to do is kind of, you know, say that this is this is an algorithm that exists and it's like observing humanity in some way and they're kind of able to depict that. And that's why I really, yeah, I think that's why I find it really interesting. I think kind of, that's kind of what I want to see more of, really. Mm. You know, something that kind of makes us a bit of a statement about how, our, how we're connected to technology. Mm -hmm. mm. That's true. Any works you've seen recently that touches on it? You know, related to this exhibition? I mean, I think, um, is it Mario Klingman? Mario Klingman. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I love, I really love his work and I think that's kind of, I guess that's the get best example mm. at the moment where, you know, it's really kind of, his work's really eliciting a like, strong emotional quality and it's very gestural and it kind mm. of relates to the history of painting or, you know, work by yeah. someone like Francis Bacon and it kind of, I don't know, yeah. it's sort of, yeah, I, find, I, f I think out of all kind of work you can like to the digital art, that to me at the moment is soliciting like the strongest mm. kind of emotional response. And I, yeah, I guess, mm -hmm. I think he's definitely the most doing some of the most interesting That's stuff true. at the moment. That's true. Um, mm. Yeah, I'd like to see how his sort of, how his work will evolve alongside the technology that kind mm -hmm. of feeds into it. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. How do you see, I think towards, you know, in various sections of the exhibition, the part about ethics of how AI technology should be used was mentioned quite a bit. In the beginning, obviously, it started off with things like Frankenstein, the misuse of AI and technology in general for regenerating human you know, life. And then later on, there was a section about artificial intelligence combined with weapons kind of thing. And then mm -hmm. there was obviously racism kind of topics of mm -hmm. race in you know, embedded in some of the works as well. Um, and I think a lot of this is now being discussed internally and externally with Google and other companies are dealing mm -hmm. with AI. How should, because you know, this is general audience looking at, how, is there anything that we can do? Is there anything we can do as a general audience or as an engineer or designer who can possibly into, interact with these systems? Or is there anything that we can do around it? I mean, I feel like, and I think this was kind of mentioned in the exhibition, that a lot of power obviously resides in the people who have the expertise and skill set to kind of, you know, use this technology however yeah. they however they wish. And, you know, I guess, mm. I can't remember exactly which, which part of the exhibition it was, but, you know, they, are, yes, they were talking about how a lot of AI scientists were, are not interested in working on weaponry. Mm. And, yeah, I guess that's kind of an interesting thing to mention to the general public that you know obviously that power still exists mm -hmm. within yeah. the kind of within the scientists or you know their own kind of personal choice whether they're going to work on something mm. or not um, also um, I think we touched this on a previous episodes that we recorded in London but um, the ability to develop systems um, such AI system is becoming more and more expensive right I think data intensive electricity intensive and uh, it's becoming prohibitively difficult. Mm -hmm. um, even though there's a lot of amazing tools, digital tools out there to, for you to try if you can code and design. Mm -hmm. um, but the vast amount of data, that's basically the, it is the crucial differentiator in designing these systems. 
So who, who has an access to those the data set? Would you buy it? Would you generate, harvest those data? Mm -hmm. That's becoming really, really crucial um, question to ask. And um, but just, I mean, as a designer or like a kind of somehow contributor to in the makings of these systems, we just need to be kind of super, super transparent to um, in what kind of what kind of process we took in designing specific systems, ways the kind of where the known biases are, mm. and where the unknown biases may be, and then being super transparent to whoever the created system would in, would have an effect mm. would have an effect on. That's that's one thing I'd be. Yeah, it's very, very hard, and then it definitely slows down the process of development, but somehow that's a responsibility that we need to sort of newly take on in designing such systems, I think. I think what's kind of interesting is obviously like a lot of this AI stuff is, obviously, is being put out as open source and available for use mm. certain things like deep fake, mm -hmm. you know, that has a power to be, you know, essentially weaponized, I guess, mm -hmm. if, you know, if it would kind of evolve to a certain level where mm -hmm. It could, you know, create false realities or... Yeah. Um, I mean, and I guess, in some ways it already is. Yeah. 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 Um, and I guess that's a kind of, I don't know, that's an interesting kind of ethical question towards open source, whether, mm -hmm. you know, this, this, this powerful tool mm. that can be used, you know, in the wrong way should be out there. I guess you could say that about any form of technology, essentially. But, yeah. Um, maybe it's a little bit more obvious when it's packaged in something like that. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, maybe on that regards, it's the exhibition is successful in a way that it is communicating to the public about these, you know, seemingly black box difficult processes that AI always seems to be. Mm -hmm. In some ways, it is simplifying. It's kind of taking those elements, making it understandable. In that regards, maybe I, would, you know, I would like to give credit to the exhibition because it was quite well created to allow people to understand. Mm. Just my thing. That's cool. Great, thanks for joining, two of you. Um, Thank you very much. Thank you. If you have any comments about Takamcast, please tweet, Facebook post, anything on any of the social media with hashtag Takamcast. And see you soon, hopefully. Thank see you. See you soon. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.